This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I am one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. How are you doing this week, Tim? Tom, I'm uh, feeling good. I've been eating right. Uh, I've been uh, dressing well. (laughs) (laughs) I'll have to take your word for that. Yeah, you haven't really seen me out and about. No, I mean, I'm seeing you out and about right now. You're wearing about normal for you. You're wearing jeans and a sweatshirt. This is dressing well. (laughs) And a t-shirt under the sweatshirt. Oh, okay. I mean, the sweatshirt doesn't even have a a logo or anything on it. No, it's just a plain... uh, And it's like the, the most like muted color i've ever seen it's like, like maroon it's maroon is it maroon it looks like brown it's yeah it's like purple mixed with brown it's maroon purple, pr- maroon is not purple mixed with brown pretty much though right i don't know it looks like just like a, a mud color how do they make colors though <laughs> pigments yeah but what how god berries yeah berries and god at the intersection of berries and god <laughs> we have pigments yeah I don't know, Tim. Who the hell knows? Rust. I think a lot of it's just rust. I think I think you might be right. Yeah, I was walking uh, in the subway station yesterday, Tom. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you hear about pigments, by the way, and they're like, "Oh, you have to use this pigment." It's like, "Well, what the hell's the pigment, though?" <laughs> the pigment's something. Yeah, it's like a crushed up rock that they found somewhere. Right, it's got to be something. Don't just don't try and pass Is it something rocks off. Mis- mixed with berries. Look, it's probably all different things, but sometimes they try and pass off like, oh, we put some pigments. Well, where'd you get the pigments from? Yeah, come clean about the pigments already. Get so angry when I is hear that. Is it berries that. or rocks? Just tell me that much. It's Is it both? I don't even need to know what ratio it is, berries to rocks. Yeah, well, that's how they make different colors. Yeah, <laughs> obviously, Tom. Uh, walking through the 34th Street Herald Square subway station around... Mm. Uh, uh, 7 p.m. last night? Okay. No, 6 p.m. So, like, peak tail rush hour. Yeah, I'd say that's pretty peak. I'm listening to something in my ears, uh, by my earbuds, Tom. Uh-huh. And a lady taps me on the shoulder. It's very crowded. I'm walking. I'm trying to get to the exit. I'm meeting mm-hmm. people for a meal. Mm-hmm. And uh, normally I don't interact with anybody. In right. public. <laughs> right. I've seen that. And uh, she she motions me to take my earbuds out, Ugh, and I'm not going to do that. Move. I'm not yeah. doing that. And I see, uh, you know, I'm like, okay, this is either going to be a charity right. uh, person. Uh, it might be a- uh, Scam. <clears throat> some sort of scam. Some kind of confidence trick. Uh, yeah, this yes. Uh, sometimes it's a uh, is panhandler an offensive term? Sometimes uh, it's somebody uh, yeah, down, down, on, down their on their luck asking for money. Right. Which to me, that's like the the one that I would most engage because it's like, all right, you're not wearing some dumb T-shirt about something. Oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> you're panhandling for yourself. It's not for somebody else. Yeah, exactly. The whales. Yeah, get out of here. <clears throat> Never actually seen people no. uh, trying to do anything for the whales. Well, Greenpeace does stuff for the oh, whales, yeah, right? Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, and they, they occasionally have people. You know those people get paid? I mean, it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You, know, you got to pay people for their labor, Tom. Yeah, I know. It works. just makes you think about how uh, uh, we should we should hire some people minimum wage. Get you and there. I, yeah, just get you know Patreon signups or something. You think that would work <laughs> if we send people into a crowd? I Grand think we Central should probably Station? just do the math. I mean, if it works for all these other charities, and you don't even get anything from them, at this it would be like, well, you get you know a bonus episode every week. You could confuse boomers into <laughs> signing up for anything. <laughs> right. You get a couple of them yeah. in your net, right? Yeah. All right, maybe I'll try that. <laughs> you just be like, uh, are you worried about uh, what your teens are listening to? Yeah. So S- sign up for this. <laughs> So it was a young woman, mm-hmm. and she was pointing, and she went, you dropped something. You dropped something. Yeah. And so I took my earbuds out. I was like, oh, crap. What did I drop? Because do you know this story of when I lost my pants on the subway? <laughs> yeah. They weren't the pants you were wearing. No. I was That's carrying- a clear distinction. Yeah. We were going to a friend's wedding. You were going. Yeah. 
uh, and I had my suit oh, on a hanger. Oh, I do remember this now, yeah. I had a suit on a hanger. Yeah, and you always wear those silk suits, so they slide right off the hangers. Yeah, there's a, I, I want my my uh, my body to be as slippery as possible, so I wear Damn, those silk suits. You know, at these weddings, you look like you're wearing pajamas. You look like Hugh Hefner walking yeah. around there. and everybody's like, oh, oh, I got to get five minutes with this guy. I bet he's got some stories to tell. Yeah, and you've always got... Uh, it's usually two older women on your arms that you claim are former uh, Playboy playmates. That I claim? They must have been from like the inaugural issue because these women are, they're very old. But you still make them wear the, the, the skimpy outfits. It and the makes bunny every, ears. Yeah, and the little the little cotton tail. It makes everybody very it's uncomfortable. Ju- it's just, most of all your wife at these weddings. Yeah, it's just what I do at weddings, Tom. Yeah, I was, I was at the, the subway station and a woman... Uh, was like, hey, hey, like yelling at me. And I was like, uh, this is your yeah. pants you're talking about? Yeah, now? this is yeah. this is years uh, ago. Okay, right. And uh, and I was like, this is crazy, <laughs> this is crazy lady's yelling at me. I'm yeah. not gonna take my headphones out. And I took the subway like ten stops or whatever. Uh huh. Five stops. Whatever. I got far away, <laughs> and I was like, my pants aren't on these hang this hanger anymore. Did you exclaim it out loud in the subway car? I think car? I did. It, my yep. pants aren't on this hanger. You ever really panic and, oh, yeah. and you lose? Uh, oh, I hate losing things. Yeah. And we were supposed to meet in Manhattan. A bunch of us had rented a car mm-hmm. to drive to this wedding. Uh, so I had to go back. And luckily, this wonderfully nice woman folded the pants that she picked up and put them on the on, the, on just like a bench at the, at the subway huh. station. So I got back to- Oh, and it was the woman who was yelling at you that you yeah. ran from. Yeah, and she she very nicely just left them there, and it was probably like a half hour, forty minutes between. I remember you going back for those pants, and everybody was like, "Those pants are long gone." Tom, you don't remember because we were all supposed to meet, say, at twelve thirty in the afternoon. I texted everybody, "Crap, got a pants emergency. I'll be I'll be like twenty minutes late." Yeah, turned into forty minutes late. I just saw you on the subway going normally there. <laughs> and I was like, oh, why are you late? And you're just like, oh, I'm just, this is just the schedule. <laughs> we showed up at the same time. I was horribly late. I was on track to be on time, but then I lost my pants. Yeah. You were just a guy living his life badly. <laughs> well, who didn't lose his pants? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So anyway. See, look, Tim. When you have confidence in yourself and you know you're not going to lose your pants, you can show up late at things. Yeah. Because I, I have that leeway of I'm not going to lose my pants. It's fine. I have time to kill. Yeah. But now I've learned my lesson when a woman starts yelling at me in a subway station that you, I dropped something. You listen. I listen. So I, I looked uh, and I was like, did I drop my Metro card? What's going on? So nothing. And she's like, well, with the look on your face, I'd say- you dropped a smile back there. Whoa. Oh. Were you being... Uh, like catcalled or something? Well, An was elaborate? it a catcall or was it like, a, hey, you should smile, sweetie? It was. Because <laughs> I, I, I had a neutral look on my face. Right. I think I was listening to... I was listening to like a depressing podcast. Okay. Was it this one? Yeah. It's just... <laughs> Like, oh, these two, these two men. Need <laughs> it was, to grow it was, up. It was last week's episode. Uh, the lives that these guys lead is really just making me sad. Uh, just walking around with a frown, but so she stopped me, and it took her a while to stop me and get me to. And she's yelling things, and she's like, "You dropped a smile based on the look of your on your face," and she's like, "I'm from the." Get people a smile foundation or something like that. <laughs> All right. And she, and she, she, like, uh, raised her hand to give me a high five. Oh, God. So I gave her like a reluctant high five. You know uh, how those go, right? Yeah. And then she's like, "Do you want to hear more about our organization?" Was she wearing a shirt? No. Did she show you a badge? Nope. Oh, well, you don't even know she was part of that organization. Yeah, it just it, it infuriated me. And then I was walking towards uh, the exit because i didn't want to hear more about that right and there's the turnstiles that mm-hmm. people are all coming in because it's rush yeah, hour yeah. and then you can't get out you can't get out yeah. so usually there's an emergency exit that everybody mm-hmm. uses to exit when it's a yeah 
there is a police officer standing in front of it because there's this whole crackdown on yeah. fair beating right now right. because I don't know. <laughs> they they like ran the numbers and it was like, oh, we're losing this much on fares, so let's spend this much on payroll to like yeah try and crack down on people hopping the turnstile. Whatever, it's all a sham. It's all like the MTA blaming their their woes on like, well, some people hop yeah. the turnstile. Yeah, sometimes. that's why the subways are horrible. <laughs> yeah, that's because, why that's why we're bad at our jobs. Because <laughs> one in a hundred people don't pay, and that money was what we were going to use to fix all the subways. So I was storming away. I was late. I was. Uh, I went to push open the door. Yeah. And it. Uh, Which you're not. Everybody does it, but you're not supposed to do it. It. I don't do it because I follow the rules. It's not a rule that you can't use that exit. Well, you're only supposed to use it if it's an emergency. That's not true. They 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 de-alarmed them because. Oh really? Yeah, because oh, I didn't the, know that. The. Uh, uh, I did not know that. There's so much... Uh, Johnny Carson learning about uh, how the subways have changed since the early 80s. That's a great bit. You should take it I did it not know that. No, you can use them. They're okay. they're fine, but sometimes there's a police, a uniformed police officer standing in front of it, and then when you throw it open, it hits that police officer in the back oh, no. and closes, and then you're like, oh, no, I'm about to get uh, yelled at. This guy acted like... He couldn't feel it. This guy was like a friggin' <laughs> like a redwood. Was it a RoboCop? I don't know. <laughs> huh. he, he, he didn't. He didn't react at all. <laughs> I, I slammed this big, heavy emergency door into yeah. his back to the point where it just bounced back and closed, and he didn't yeah, even I mean, turn those, around. Those things are built. He, you know, those things have to deal with subway abuse. They're heavy duty doors. Yeah. Uh, and he was blocking it so nobody would do that. So right. maybe he was just trying to act tough. Right. But I thought he was going to be uh, like, I was hey, a stern talking to. Yeah, don't. Didn't you see me there, pal? Yeah. Were I you, mean, were you cruising for a bruising? Why don't I take you downtown? Well, see but, what see what uh, the boys downtown think about your little antics. Yeah, uh, we'll get out the phone book and punch you through <laughs> the phone book. Yeah, is that what they do? Sometimes that's what they do. So in the, so crime the, shows, yeah, the, so the current <laughs> NYPD. Uh, so the bruises don't show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I say, I'd say, no, I'm not cruising for a bruising. And they bring you into the interrogation room, and then who strolls in? The you dropped the smile club lady. Well, well, well. If isn't the boy who dropped a smile? Oh, it's all a setup. Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, another brilliant sting operation. And then she pulls out. You know, you're like, well, this time I need to see your badge. And then she's like, Jane Simone, CIA. Wow. Yeah. This thing goes deep. And we, we're we're recruiting you. Jane Simone is <laughs> recruiting me for the yeah. CIA? Yeah. Ah, because I had such a good game face on. Right. And I navigated the crowds in rush hour traffic. Well, and also it's like, well, you know, we, we've got you by by the, the balls now. You know, you hey, you want a lengthy jail sentence or you want to work for the CIA? Right. If I got invited to work for the CIA, I don't think they'd need to threaten me with the jail term. Well, but here's the thing. Once they get you to sign up for the CIA, then they give you your mission. Your mission is getting people to smile more. Ugh. It's not very exciting at all. No. I mean, I'm good at telling women to smile <laughs> on the street. Well, Tim, that was a, a thrilling tale. I was just going to tell a story about how I, uh, uh, I was, you, you have a nose hair, hair clipper? Yeah, I got one years ago. Okay. And then I used it maybe twice. Oh, I, I think I left it at the first apartment I ever lived I in. I got one years ago and I, it like it ran that thing into the ground. Really? Yeah. Your nose hair, I imagine, are like steel wool. Yeah, they're very thick. Like, I don't have a lot, but the ones I have are thick. Does it hurt? Does it make you cry? Does it make your eyes tear? Uh, it was the the clipper, the, the trimmer, rather, uh, is painless hmm. normally. <laughs> However, I was using it this morning and like something went wrong. I don't know if I've ever felt that kind of pain. It was it was the most I've ever hurt. Inner nose pain is the worst pain there is. There are people who have plucked nose hairs and died from it. 
Really? Like you can die from pulling. Just shock? Uh, I think it's like a nerve thing. Like you're not supposed to yank them. You're not supposed to pull your nose hairs out. Right. But this, that's why you bought a contraption. Right. But they, I don't know. Something something went haywire and it just yanked one. And like it was, oh, I can't even tell you, man. It hurt so bad. And then my nose is bleeding. Mm. I had to stuff a tissue up my nose. You know how I get rid of my nose hair? How? Nair. Oh, God, that would not be a good idea. What do you mean? Don't put nair in your nose. I, I snort it. I snort nair. Tim, that's why you think everything tastes the same. <laughs> that's yeah, why you, you see say any nose all, hairs here? All, all you see my food. eyes tearing? Yeah, you do have a lot of nose hairs. Oh, it's a beard. Yeah. Uh, Tim, this week we're not talking about nose How hairs. How do you feel about my... Uh, Tom, can you be honest about something? I know what you're going to ask. How Go do you ahead. feel about my eyebrows? Um, uh, you know what? I've never noticed. They could use a little separation. Yeah. They, they, you don't have a unibrow. No, but I have some, I have some hairs connecting. Yeah. I, I, I can't see that from here, but I can imagine you have, you have nice eyebrows. Thank you, Tom. You have nice thick eyebrows. Appreciate it. At the edges where they would meet, I can see it becomes like a gradient. Yeah. And I think you could probably, uh, put some nair. Between, I'm I'm a, I'm game for putting between that anywhere on my body, and you can just whoop yeah. and and you you'd look great. Don't do it too, man. At my at my old job, there was a guy one time, a uh, nice guy that I had to have like a meeting with. I've never seen eyebrows on a on anyone like this before, where they were just like huge thick eyebrows, but they were at like such an uh, unnatural angles, like Bert. Yeah, where it's like, oh, he obviously like put work into his eyebrows, and even still, these are like the biggest eyebrows I've ever seen on somebody, and they're at like right angles. Mm. So don't do that. I would say no. I think I'm going to, you know, my wife has been. I know. My... That's how I knew what you were going to say, because she's, she's brought up when I've been around. Wait, what? The, the, Was that... I there, too? <laughs> yeah, you were <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Just want to make sure I understand the full scenario here. Yeah, she does it all the time. We were at a memorial service this past weekend. <laughs> She what? did during the memorial service. Did she get up in front of everybody? Yeah. <laughs> I was making a speech and she... I she, also have something I'd like to say. Anyway. Uh, okay. Now that I have uh, the the support of my trusted bro uh-huh. here in the man cave. <laughs> yeah, bro. Look, look, man. Oh, whatever your wifey wants, man. You, hey, hey, happy, happy wife, wife, happy life, life right? Yeah. Uh, oh, she makes a honey-do list, and I gotta, I gotta abide by it. Man, <laughs> you gotta abide by it? Abide by oh, it. Oh, abide by it. Some suburban uh, men hate their wives. Yeah. And they talk about it in stores all the time. Yeah, I, was I work. G- I was gonna say that uh, I would. I would normally say it's like a sitcom trope, but no, it's like if you go to a store, if you're in a store for more than like five minutes, and it's like a man older than thirty by yourself, like some some unhappy suburban guy is gonna sidle up next to you and be like. You married? You got any kids? Uh, don't. Yeah. Don't have kids. Don't get married. It's a fucking nightmare. It's a 24-7 nightmare. Every day of my life is a goddamn walking nightmare. <laughs> and they're just like, cool, I'm just waiting to check out. Yeah. Uh, th- thank you for the advice. <laughs> yeah, I'm thank you sorry. For- yeah. That happy wife, happy life is such a is such a shitty thing to say, too. It's just like... Well, you just gotta keep them happy, otherwise they're monsters. Yeah, where it's like I don't know, happy. That'll shut them up. Like, uh, yeah, I'm sure. Like, if if you're not, uh, you know, a guy or whatever, if you're not happy, you're not a. Uh, yeah, I'm sure to be around. I'm sure either. living with depressed <laughs> suburban uh, unhappy dad is is a is a great uh, yeah a great get, experience yeah. for your wife, sir. A- every guy says happy wife, happy life. I'm sure their their wives are telling their friends like I I, I have to leave him. <laughs> just, uh, you know what? That guy sucks, but his wife is also the lady in Starbucks that tries to c- 
cut you in yeah. line. A Karen is what they call them online now. Mm. Anyway, we're talking about <laughs> co-working spaces. Yeah, co-working spaces, which is something that, like, you know, the, hey, man, it's a millennial thing. You wouldn't understand. Happy wife, happy life. Not you, I'm talking about the... Uh, oh. You're a millennial. Yeah, I'm a I'm an old millennial, but millennials aren't even the thing anymore. What do you mean the thing? It's, it's Gen Z. <laughs> yeah, I mean millennials are getting older. They're, we're over. We're finally getting to the point where, because this was the case even a couple of years ago, where people would be like, "Oh, these millennials," and they'd be talking about like a five year old kid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that kid's not a millennial. Uh, uh, but co working spaces. This Why is, don't they call Gen Z? Uh, Willennials, because <laughs> they were born in the millennium after yeah. the millennium. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. You'll have to ask the marketing folks. Mm, okay, I will. Let me write that down for another question. <laughs> uh, uh, it's coming in after. Where was the beef? <laughs> the- oh, I have an update. Remember how on this show I told, uh, I said. My parents claim their friend came up with "Where's the beef?" <laughs> Don't remember this. Why? No, they. I would have remembered this. My parents have this friend, uh, or they claim they're like, "Oh no, no!" They they uh, came up with the slogan "Where's the beef for Wendy's," and then I was like, "No, mom and dad, they that person did not do that." Yeah, that old lady came up with it. Yeah, the the impossibly old lady told it to Dave Thomas. Do you remember the time me and you went to the beach and we saw a guy wearing a "Where's the beef" shirt and we couldn't <laughs> stop laughing? Yes, it's all. It's like one of my the five <laughs> things I remember in my life. <laughs> um, so uh, my mom just found out that uh, their friend didn't actually come up with where's the beef and she was crestfallen and yeah. I, I tried to do I told you, you so you tried to dunk on her yeah but then uh, she she was she was upset about it was so. this a memorial service you're at <laughs> I don't want to talk about it alright anyway Tim the uh, well, thanks for that important update <laughs> I've said it on the show before. I don't remember. We've this. talked about I'll it. I'll take your length. word for it. But you remember a T-shirt about it, but you don't remember your your good friend's. Yeah, story of course about I remember it. a T-shirt about it because I saw this guy's T-shirt. And I really, I was like, man, imagine having that T-shirt. <laughs> I mean, you can make any T-shirt you want. Don't let the Do lawyers at Wendy's hear you say that. Do you that. think Wendy's would still um, act on their trademark? Like, can we make I where's mean, the beef complete? You got you got to protect your trademark, or you you'll lose it. Yeah, but maybe they're looking to lose it. Oh, they're out of their minds. They're looking oh, to lose you know a good what? trademark like that. You know what? Especially a where's the beef with everybody going to the the meatless patties. <sighs> yeah, when they the, have oh, the impossible uh, Wendy's double. Yeah, where's like, the beef? We don't know. Yeah, it, we it, we lost it. Yeah. So now we have impossible burgers. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they'd frame it so they looked incompetent. <laughs> uh, we missed the beef? A, we missed the delivery. Or it would, <laughs> it would be like uh, somebody would be like, "Where's the beef?" And you'd be like, "It's right here," and they'd be like, "No, it's not." Yeah. You know I mean, they oh, br- I thought it was beef. Oh, the impossible uh, baconator. You think they'd bring that old lady back using uh, the the new technology to make uh, dead people come back to life? I want to say yeah, but like they haven't brought back Dave Thomas. Yeah, well, but but he didn't have like a catchphrase where where she had a catchphrase. Yeah. But also, they could bring back any old lady, and we'd all fall for it. Yeah. Is the rapping granny still with us? <laughs> you ask this every few weeks now. Sadly, she's passed. Co-working spaces. Tim, sometimes it's like like I don't know, having like a, a like a young son <laughs> with like a, a memory disability that you I don't have, understand. I have to have the same talk about the rapping granny every few months. <laughs> Crestfallen. That that was in fact the memorial service I was at. See, luckily no. this is this is one of the few times when I've had to break that new Z where you haven't acted out. <laughs> This is this is this is why I'm confused because I feel like if the rapping granny had died and I had known about it, you would have gone. To I would her have service. attended a a memorial service, not the memorial service. But mm-hmm. 
one of the satellite services. Right. At least gone to, you know, her old apartment in the West Village and left a bouquet of flowers there or something. Yeah. She says she knew all the words to Rapper's Delight. Yeah. Or that at least. An old lady. Go figure. Yeah. She was still old when that came out. Yeah. That's why. She was a granny when it came out. (laughs) Oh, when when the original song came out. Okay. All right. Co-working spaces. Co-working spaces. Tim, uh, co-working spaces are in the news. Uh, WeWork has uh, imploded on the, on the, the, the blast off dock. What? The launch pad. Oh, yeah. That's what they call them. We work. We work, uh, which was this, um, is, it's still around. They fired half the people at work there, uh, but it is still around. Uh, the idea- Don't worry. They've cut costs. They've gotten rid of the janitors. <laughs> the The idea is um, uh, 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 of a co-working space is a place- where you can, <clears throat> you say, I don't have a job with with my own office, or I work for a company that's too small, maybe, to too have too small in maybe a certain market or a certain city. Right. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Satellite locations or whatever. So we need, uh, I need or we need a place to work. Why don't we work together? Right. <clears throat> essentially i mean this is why this this built- it's office space that you rent <laughs> yeah that's why this business was massively overpriced because it is essentially just uh, a company leases or buys a building and then subdivides the floors into smaller spaces all the way down to single desk or even just uh you know we have a bunch of desks and uh, you don't have a permanent desk, but you can come work. Right. You can come in and you can sit on a desk. Sit at a desk. Don't sit on the desk. No, that's disallowed. Yeah. Um, can I tell you something we worked did, Tom? What's that? This is why there were more than just a co-working space. Mm-hmm. November 5th, 2017. WeWork opens a kindergarten in New York City with aims at teaching entrepreneurship. The students, all between five and eight years old, took classes on sales techniques, brand building, and supply and demand. Doesn't that just make you want to stab yourself in the throat? That broke my heart hearing that. That's... Let them play with friggin' He-Man toys. Oh, sales techniques. Give them Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Teach them which uh, which weapon each of the Ninja Turtles wields. Yeah, and what color their belt is. Yeah, that's what kindergartners need to learn. That's horrible. I I had heard that they had like a like a kindergarten. No, I think a <laughs> six year old needs to know how to build their fucking brand. Yeah, my I brand. I mean, they probably do. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> my brand is Twux. <laughs> Big Twux. <laughs> um. <laughs> I I assumed it was like more of a like a Montessori school type situation of like ah oh, there's like a you know a rich person thing they send their kids yeah. here. I but, mean it might have been, but it's also like we're going to turn your kid into a dickhead. <laughs> yeah. If it's like no no no, it's not a you know let them do uh, you know whatever they want and educate themselves and learn through art and stuff. Because I actually like. Uh, the idea of a Montessori school, I I would have loved to gone to that. Like, yeah, I, I don't. I'm, I'm not pissed at my parents that they didn't send me to one. <laughs> I'm not shitting on those because I I actually think it is a good idea. My I, parents didn't send me to a Montessori school and got fooled by a fake "Where's the Beef" person. <laughs> yeah. That's how you got tricked into going to public school. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was the principal of our high school. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> they were so impressed by the principal of the ooh. public school that for for claiming to to, to uh, coin where's the beef that they made me go there. But disgusting. But uh, the idea of teaching a kid to always be closing—that's horrible. Like you shouldn't even teach that in high school, uh, college. Sure, that's when you can start teaching. Like, hey, here's like the real world. Here's. You know. No, they should teach the real world in high school. But I mean, like Puck, sales techniques. Pedro, Judd, <laughs> Rachel, Muhammad. 
Who am I missing? Pam. I'm missing Pam, for Christ's sakes. Wow. Joe, once they kicked Puck out. Yeah. That's the real world San Francisco crew, and I really wish kids today knew more about them. This episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is sponsored by Saqqara. You want to feel better about what you eat, but sometimes it's hard to prepare healthy meals that also taste good. With sure Saqqara, as heck is. Yeah, Tom, you, you know it. With Saqqara, you can reach your health goals without sacrificing taste. Saqqara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat. And along with delicious meals, Saqqara also has daily wellness essentials like supplements and herbal teas to support your nu- nutrition. Tom, to mm-hmm. boost results, try the best-selling Metabolism Super Powder. It's an all-natural remedy for bloating, weight gain, and fatigue. Tom, no, I, I could, tried some I of this. I could use that. Yeah, we ate some of this f- Saqqara food. Mm-hmm. Very fresh. Very fresh and filling and delicious. And right now, Saqqara is offering our listeners... 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash guide or enter code guide at checkout. That's Sakara S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash guide to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash guide. Hey, hiring can be a challenge. As Codable co-founder Gretchen Hebner discovered, Tom, you know about Gretchen, right? No, I don't. I'll tell you about her. Okay, good. Gretchen needed to hire a game artist for her education tech company. All right. She knew it wouldn't be easy to find someone to grow with her team. Yeah, of course not. That's why she went to ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its technology identifies people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. So you get qualified candidates fast. So Gretchen posted her job on ZipRecruiter and, and said she was impressed with how quickly she found qualified applicants. That's why I've always heard about ZipRecruiter. Yeah. She also used ZipRecruiter's screening questions to filter her candidates so she could focus on the best ones. And that's how Gretchen found a new game artist in less than two weeks. Not bad. With results like that, it's no wonder... Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Look, you can see why ZipRecruiter is effective for businesses of all sizes. You try ZipRecruiter Zip Recruiter for free at our web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash complete. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash C-O-M-P-L-E-T-E. I spelled that right? Yeah. Complete. ZipRecruiter.com slash complete. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Here's what what the real allure to... Uh, have you ever been to... I mean, we're talking about all co-working spaces. We're going to get into other stuff, uh, other co-working spaces. But a WeWork, have you ever been to a WeWork? I have been to uh, several WeWorks. Ooh. Yeah. La-di-da. I've only been to one WeWork. And it seems like the real the real draw was that they have beer on tap. Yeah. I mean, for people like you. No, not for me. I didn't even drink any beers while I was there. It was the morning, and they, was, they were like, no, you can't. <laughs> I, tr- I tried, but. <laughs> they were like, you can, but you shouldn't. Mm. Um, no, th- the idea that, uh, and I don't think this is actually true. Of like, ah, you'll collaborate with other companies there. You'll you'll meet other people. I think that in certain cities, that's the thing where it's like that makes sense in a in a smaller city in New York where there's I don't know tens of yeah. WeWorks and yeah, you could be some very niche startup and oh yeah, our neighbors are completely different. Yeah, they're types making of uh, flour out of bugs. Right. Um, but yeah, no, there's, uh, I think their whole thing was, we're not going to be boring. Uh, like we're, we're going to be a lifestyle brand of, of office. offices. Yeah. So it's not just beige and brown and tan everywhere. Yeah. There's going to be inspirational quotes on the wall. And, About hustling. Yeah. 
and how uh, rising and grinding and, and things <laughs> of, of that nature. Yeah. And the snacks will be well stocked, and there'll mm. be uh, uh, somebody with a nice haircut working the front desk. Or certainly an interesting haircut. Yeah. If not nice. Yeah. But uh, it, it. Hey, you know. you're not going to walk in and see somebody wearing the Rachel. Well, I don't know, Tom. I think the Rachel's coming back around. Yeah? Right? I don't know. I haven't seen anybody with the Rachel. I've seen Rachel out and about. She's in a new uh, program on television. Yeah, Tom. but she doesn't have the Rachel in that show. Isn't the Rachel just defined Just as- whatever haircut Jennifer Addison has yeah. at the moment? Yeah. I don't think so. Who's a good haircut? I'll give her that. Yeah. I uh, Look, anything that Jen Aniston does, I'm on board. Except the morning show. Uh, I'll watch the morning show, Tom. All right. I'm going to hold you to that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Tim, next week I'm going to have a quiz about the morning show, and At you better have day, all the answers. It's still television. I'll watch, <laughs> watch anything on television. <laughs> watch a goddamn C-SPAN. I don't care. <laughs> um uh, what was I going to say about WeWork? Uh, I don't have that much to say about WeWork because I only went that one time to yeah, one of WeWork they, office. They, they took a, they quote unquote disrupted uh, an industry yeah. by just putting a, a cool facelift on, on something, right? On just subleasing desks. Yeah. Office space. Uh, here's what I was going to say, Tim. I needed to take a phone call one time when I was at a WeWork, mm-hmm. and all the phone booths were taken. <laughs> okay. And nobody was not rude about it. Everybody was rude about it. Rude about you taking a phone booth instead? No, about me looking for a place oh. to to take a call. Yeah, man, they were all trying to hustle and grind. They were on the phone saying, hey, look, man, I'm hustling here. I'm trying to make some dough. Follow me on TikTok. <laughs> um, what is this? The TikTok teens, they, they have all the answers? I don't know. Don't, That's what Twitter tells you me. You go on that app, Tim, the, the Chinese look back at you through your phone. I've never, I don't, I... <laughs> Don't understand what TikTok is. I didn't. It's a social media network, but it's owned by uh, a Chinese company. And every Chinese, not every Chinese company, but the vast majority of Chinese companies have very close relationships with the Chinese government. And I care why. <laughs> that's what, that's my impression of uh, someone. Because Tim, we need care. this show to start doing better in China or else. We're doing pretty well in China. Not. Oh. Well, no. Okay. <laughs> You're going to get us kicked off. Anyway, (laughs) um, uh, I work in a co-working space. Did you know that about me? It's not a WeWork. No, I didn't know that about you. What's it called? An iWork? Why don't we do this out of a co-working space? What do you mean? Oh, this? Yeah. Uh, I mean, we could. There are places. I mean, there's called studios audio studios recording studios yeah no but i want to hang out there even (laughs) when we're not recording uh yeah we can develop the show rundown Mm -hmm. we can uh, write the ad copy i'm sure i mean we don't have to write the ad copy other people i'd like to rewrite the ad copy okay um i wrote a nice story about a lady who was looking to hire somebody (laughs) the uh uh, we could we could do. Th- I'm sure there's r- recording studios that we could th- that have lobbies that we could do this out of. If that's what you'd like, <sighs> I used to eat lunch in a lobby of a recording studio, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> anyway, Tim, I work in a co-working space, and I'll, I'll be happy to answer any questions you have, but also happy to give some tips about working in a co-working space. All right, number one. First off, number one, why do I do it? Why do you do it? Why do I do it? That's the question on everybody's mind. It's nice. You work for yourself. I work for myself. The uh, you uh, on your LinkedIn it says CEO at Rise at and Grind me, at Rise and Grind at me dot com. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, I yeah, I work for myself, but and I have we're recording in my home right now, Tim. 
I have a very messy office in my it's a home. Goddamn mess in here, Tom. <laughs> yeah, so I can't work out of here. It's too messy. Gives me so much anxiety just being in this oh, room. Let's try living here. Try cleaning it up. <laughs> it's too much. Too much to clean. Uh, um, so I I have a co working space that I go to, so I so I can get uh, get away from it all. Mm-hmm. It gives me a place to go to. I go into Manhattan every day. Manhattan, Manhattan Island, Manhattan, New York, Manhattan, New York. It's an island in New York City. Right. I go there every day. Not every day. I don't go there Saturdays and Sundays. It's not in a skyscraper. It's a three-story building. Tom, be honest with me. Mm -hmm. How many times a week do you go to this? I go there five times a week. But I'm not counting if you leave to go to lunch and you come back. That's (laughs) no, no, no. I go there. At least as of like the last, like pretty much all of 2019, I have gone there every day. Wow. Every weekday. Here and there. Oh, sure, even I, Martin Luther King Jr. Day, Tom? Uh, actually, yeah, I think I did. Oh, wow. Um, every, yeah, I work from home once in a while, just like anybody does. Mm-hmm. You uh, pointed at me. Yeah. Well, you told me you were working from home today, so yeah. that's why I pointed at you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> you have to thank it's me. nice to be acknowledged once in a while. Uh, but for the most part, I work there five days a week uh, because I need some kind of a routine. And that's what I think a lot of people that rent a single desk at a place, they either need a routine or they live with somebody else and they need to get away from them. Yeah, they hate their spouse. Or they hate their other. spouse or they've got a roommate who's always, you know, putting their finger in the peanut butter jar. Right. Uh, or they don't have pens at their house. Right. Or is there a pencil sharpener on every desk there? No. it's a. So the place I work, it's a writing uh, co-working space. It's a Rite Aid? It's, <laughs> I wish. It's a Rite Aid. Yeah, I work in the room where they give the shots. Oh, cool. <laughs> uh, it's very quiet in there. No, I work in a writing co-working space, so... In in the actual space where all the desks are, all the cubicles, you got to keep your your mouth shut. Yeah. So you can't be sharpening pencils in there either. Okay. Because it's supposed. Can you to, eat food in that? You space? can eat food. In this I space. love this place. Yeah. Oh, uh, you would have hated me today though because I took a Laffy Taffy, uh, and I was like, "This is fine to eat in here." Laffy Taffy is food, Dom. It's barely food, but it's food. I know, but I was like, this is kind of like a cough drop. Gets stuck in your guts forever. Oh, does it? Laffy Taffy? No. That stuff's vile. But the rapper was so loud when I was like unwrapping Uh... it. It was insane. It was like, everybody knows I'm unwrapping food. And like, I'm not eating it because I'm going to take the entire thing, put it in my mouth, and now it's done with it. That's eating. I'm not- Putting something in your mouth and you're done with it is eating. No. Eating is taking a bite of something. If you're not taking a bite of something, that's not eating. That's sucking. I feel like they should. They like or no that's sucking, sucking is that's implied. Sucking or chewing. No chewing, but not eating. Chewing is eating. Then what's drinking? Not eating. <laughs> Not chewing either. What if it's a very what so what's drinking? <laughs> what if it's a very thick milkshake? You're not chewing. You're not eating a milkshake. What if you're letting it rest? Drinking is drinking. What if you're letting the milkshake rest in your mouth for a while because it's too cold to swallow? Too cold to swallow. Yeah. Then it's too cold to be up against your teeth. Oh, you don't have sensitive teeth. Yeah, I don't have sensitive teeth. But uh, even if speaking I did, from a position of privilege. What if you were doing the whole like, oh, I've got my tongue up against the roof of my roof of my mouth to keep all the cold away from my teeth? I've got like a little tongue pocket happening to warm up this milkshake before I swallow it. I've never had a, a cold milkshake going down my throat. Has never been a it's never been a bother. Oh, my you haven't had a very cold milkshake then. I obviously have, Tom. No, you haven't. There are milkshakes that are too cold to swallow. Then they're too cold to suck up through a straw, in my opinion. No, they can still. They're like right at the freezing point. I disagree. I think your throat is uh, is a little too sensitive. Well, I think your teeth are too sensitive. I agree. 
Uh, I do have a sensitive throat. Thank you. <laughs> like we're accepting <laughs> strange compliments from each other tonight. Um, yeah, so you can't eat. You can drink in there. You okay. Can, you can drink. No, you know what? And when I first signed up, I was like, maybe I'll want to have a glass of wine once in a while. I'm like, I'm not going to have a glass At of like wine. At like two in the afternoon? No, so here's here's the- Oh, this is a night. A mm. night working space. So my membership, they have two memberships. They have a, a, a night and weekend membership and then a 24-7 membership. I have a 24-7. Nice. So I could be there at, at 3 o'clock in the morning if I wanted to. Can we record there? No, we. Tim, I told you, you can't even talk in there, let alone record a podcast, for God's sake. Um, well, maybe this is a loophole, like uh, not biting something isn't eating. Like, I, I don't think... My loophole. Sucking would... isn't eating. Hey, look, nothing. Uh, this podcast is nothing if not sucking. I think my. Oh, I get it. Because it sucks. My. I'm being self-deprecating. This podcast rules. <laughs> my, my argument about sucking would not hold up in court. Right. I don't think. If somebody came and confronted me and they were like, hey, stop being a Laffy Taffy in here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if somebody did that, you would never I'd go back. I'd never go back. No. I, I probably wouldn't even cancel my membership either. I'd be like too embarrassed to even do that. I would just keep paying and never go back. Uh, which is going to bring me to my next point, which is I work in this co-working space every day. I've worked there for years at this point. I don't know a single person's name there. That's good. Not one person's name. Because so you can, there's there's a small kitchen with some tables, cafe style tables, uh, where you can- Two tops? Yeah, a lot of two tops. And then uh, like a table that has maybe like a round table that has five seats. Mm. And people do hang out in there and they talk and everything. I'm, I don't do that. I go <laughs> in, That is a shock, Tom. I go in there to go to the bathroom- in the kitchen? No, the bathroom's in there too. Okay. Off of the kitchen. Right. Okay. Uh sometimes to I get go piss on that round table. <laughs> sometimes to get <laughs> coffee. Think you're better than me. Talking to each other. Sometimes to get coffee. Free coffee? Yeah. Nice. Um sometimes to get water. But usually I bring coffee and or water with me. So in a water bottle yeah, or in a, in a in a in a single use water bottle? No, I got I got one of them vacuum sealed uh, thingamajigs. I've a headgum branded one. It's mm. great. I, I it's my second one because I lost the first one, so they gave me another one. But I love it. Use it all the time. I went to the headgum offices, Tom. Headgum is our podcast network. <laughs> yeah. I was out in LA. I know. <laughs> for the listener. They heard at the beginning when, when a lady said, this is a headgum podcast, ain't it? And, uh, uh. Apologies to friend of the show, Rose McGowan. Not Rose McGowan. <laughs> Rose McIver. Yeah. That's her name. Rose McGowan's a friend of the show, too. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we're pro Rose McGowan here, right? Yeah. Okay. Unless you're a Weinstein lover, Tom. <laughs> Tim, you could have just moved on. <laughs> you're the one who said it. I know, and I misspoke, and I corrected myself, and you just were like, well, let's uh, let's keep probing this. Yeah. Uh, uh, Marissa there, she showed me around. Yeah, at the Hegum office. Yeah, she's very in nice. In L.A. I never even thanked her. <laughs> Did you just walk out? No, uh, I mean, kind of. Uh, uh, we did, you know, but like I, I should have like emailed her at the end, yeah. uh, the, the next day or something, and been like, "Hey, thanks for having me in." I didn't do that. Well, I'm sure she's appreciating it now, as this is playing over the headgum office. Uh, Here's the thing: she knew I was going to come in that week. She knew uh -huh. I was in L.A. that week. Yeah. And I was just coming in for like 15, 20 minutes to to say hi to the folks there. Shoot the shit. And I felt so bad for this her. This was like a co-working space for you. You just wanted to sit in the lobby for a bit. Yeah. And she uh, she had very clearly gone to the trouble of listening to the last episode <laughs> or two of this show yeah. to have things to talk about with me, which was very nice, but it also made me feel like, 
Uh, I really feel bad that you had that you went and listened to this show. I'm surprised you even like realized that you remembered what you said a week or two before. It was something. It was a specific thing that I had uh, needled you about that she brought oh, okay. up, and I was like, <laughs> "There's only one way she'd know about that." Yeah, well, and what she's telling you probably like you should apologize to Tom. You were wrong about that. Tom, no, Tom's a good man. Was, no, we had a, we had a right. few good laughs at your expense. How your how. eyebrows? She was my yeah, eyebrows. Yeah, she's talking too. about your eyebrows a lot. So the nose hair trimmer I have also has an eyebrow attachment. Mm. But I don't know if I if I, how do my eyebrows look? Let me ask your you. Your eyebrows that. look great, Tom. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I've been like trying to grow them out a little bit. I think I've been over. Have you ever done anything to your eyebrows? Yeah, because I use the eyebrow trimmer sometimes. But I think I think I've been overzealous with it mm. because so right now they're grown out. I'm growing yeah. them out for the summer. <laughs> I'm trying to get well, them. it's November, but okay. Um, because I think what it really was was some of the eyebrow hairs grow faster than others. That's very and true. then that would annoy me. So then I would just like you know try and get them all in line. See, I thought eyebrows were just something that you just. Live and let live, my friend. Yeah. Well, yeah, if you're Martin Scorsese. Yeah, Marty. Yeah. Well, Do you, you wanna... don't like Marty for other reasons. <laughs> um, But so now I'm just trying. I'm like, you know what? I think I, I think I went too far with trimming my eyebrows because it's just got like an attachment, like a, like one of those flobies where it's just like, well, we'll just cut all the eyebrow hair the same length. Yeah. I'm like, nah, maybe I should have them a little bit longer, but then- Keep an eye on the rascals that try and grow faster than everybody else yeah. so I don't have random stray eyebrow hairs. Just start plucking them. No, I don't want to do that. that Why? Because then I, I don't want like pencil thin eyebrow hair. I want to shave my eyebrows off and paint them on like Lucille Ball. <laughs> All right. Then you can have a different look every day. Do, is that what you want? A different look every day? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Like a surprise look, an angry look? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any tips, uh, any do's and don'ts for the, the co-working spaces? Um, I, was... I had another question. Yeah. How much do you pay for your co-working space? So here's, oh, I'm wow, not going to give exact numbers, Okay. but I will say this. Because it's a writing co-working space, I pay like less than half the going rate in in because writers City. are poor um i think it's part of it is that it's struggling it's not necessarily a subsidized space but it's not the fanciest built like it's not trying to be an impressive like oh we have all these amenities and all these perks it's pretty no frills in that instance although i love the space because the lighting is very good for writing and there's a lot of books in there so it smells like writing <laughs> That's fair. Um, so I love the space. Like it is actually exactly that. I mean, that's why I've been there for years. It is what I'm looking for. Um, but because of that, and because it's run by uh, a writer who uh, you know isn't isn't looking to IPO off of this space. Dave Eggers. It's not Dave Eggers. Um, Amy Tan. No, no, it's not. It's not like a a big name. It's just somebody who's been like a lifelong writer, and was like, "Oh, New York needs Ernest uh, Hemingway." It's Ernest Hemingway. Okay, you got it. <laughs> Third try was the charm. Um, so they're 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 not trying to get rich off of this space. So it's very reasonably priced, in my opinion. These goofs. They're never going to IPO. No, because because here's the th you have to be a writer to work there. You have to have uh, guess what? What? Guess who's a writer? <laughs> anybody? Anybody write something out? No, you need you need uh, not a referral, but you need like recommendations. Yeah, but if you're a writer, you could just write those recommendations, <laughs> and he can say uh, Ernie Hemingway himself yeah, recommended you, or Amy Tan. Yeah, but if you're not. A writer, if you if you have uh like a 
you know, most other jobs, office jobs, this space would not appeal to you because you have to be quiet in there all the yeah. time. So you can't take phone calls or anything like that. You can't have a meeting in there. There's not a meeting room or anything. Maybe I should sign up for this place. Would you recommend me? No, I wouldn't recommend. Why would? Why on earth would I want you there? I can't I go talk there to, to get you. away from you. Well, that's foolish because we don't really see each other that often. <laughs> yeah, except he's... for when you invite me into your home to do this. I know. <laughs> um, I wouldn't show up if you if I wasn't invited. Yeah. So I would say this: I pay uh, a low enough amount of money that it, it's equivalent to about two coffees a day per month. I pay about $200 a month. Really? Yeah. Oh, I was going to ask if it was more or less than $8,000. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm getting I'm getting so in the weeds. Let me just tell you, it's about $200 a month. Ah. And I have 24-7 access. Guess what, asshole? What? I'm signing up. <laughs> You're not signing I'm up. I'm signing so. up. No, there's a blacklist. I'm putting you on the blacklist. Um, that would be a cool perk if you could pay like $10 extra a month. It's like, here's the people I don't want you to grant access I mean, to. I don't think that there's that many Ooh, if I could do that to people that are currently there, I would. Ooh. So even though I don't talk to anybody there, of course, there's multiple people there that I Yeah, of course. Hate. Yeah. <laughs> um, so those are some, uh, actually, that will go along my tips for working in a co-working space. All right, get to the tips. We're at the end of the show. Just don't type so fucking loud. Okay, number one. That's pretty loud. much it. And don't don't like uh uh stomp your foot a lot. There's a guy who stomps his foot and How does he stomp it? Is he listening to music and he's stomping along with the beat? No, I think it's just like a I have a coworker who does that, but it's charming. No, he does this. You can see it. Other people it's like a nervous like he's bouncing, bouncing his, his leg, foot. Yeah. But it is such an old building and there are signs all over saying like hey Quit bouncing your feet. No, just like walk softly and you can tell like Carry a big stick. Yeah, and there are big sticks that everybody can take if they want them. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, when you walk through the place, the whole, even when you're just walking to your desk, the front door opens and somebody walks in, you're 20, 30 feet away. You can feel them walking because it's just old Is shitty this floors. Is this triangle shirtwaist factory <laughs> building? It's, it's not too far off from that kind right. of thing. So there are signs saying, like, these are old floors, they're very creaky. Please, you know, walk with a light step. And this fucking knucklehead is is bouncing his foot all the time and typing so damn hard and then laughing at his own, like, I mean. Wait, th- hold is, on. That's the most egregious. This is in my head. I don't know if this is the case, but in my head, that's what's going on is that he's reading back his own work and going, ha, 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 ha. But he is chuckling? Yeah. Like that? Yeah. Who is this guy? Do you know his name? I don't know. I've tried to find out more about him so I could learn how to specifically dislike him. Uh, and I've I've come up short. Imagine it was John Grisham. <laughs> I don't. Th- I mean, that'd be fun. If it were John Grisham, I'd be like, well, you know what? I don't know why you're He's working here. Chuckling. You're very rich. Chuckling. It's probably Andy Borowitz. <laughs> I don't know who he is, but he uh, stinks. Dave Barry, maybe? No, I don't. Tim, I don't think it's anybody famous at all. Yeah. Well, I don't then, work with. Uh, there was somebody one day that I was like, "Oh, there's somebody, huh?" Because like somebody else was like, "Oh, I really like your work," and I was like, "I don't know who either of you are." <laughs> All right. Yeah. Speaking of Dave Barry, do you ever just get bummed that Harry Anderson passed away? I, think I, I forgot, <sighs> and now you pull me out again. I know. It's a bummer. What other tips do you have? We're not going to solve a problem. Do's and don'ts. Uh, I said don't type too loud. Don't thump your feet. Oh, pooping. If you can avoid it, don't <laughs> poop in the place. Yeah. That goes I mean, for that's, most jobs. Yeah, that's, that's, there's that's one, life, man. There's one toilet in this place. And it's for you know anybody. Unisex right. toilet. Mm-hmm. How many people are there uh, on an average day? God, you know, I was talking to you earlier about how I can't estimate people. I can't <laughs> estimate numbers of people. Like eight or 30. <sighs> See, those were the two things I couldn't figure out which one it is. Huh. I don't know. 
if it's busy, I guess that's what I'm. That's what I'm having trouble with. That it varies. How many desks are in there? I want to say 50, 60 maybe. What? Yeah. This place is huge. See, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there are 10. I don't know. <laughs> and everybody has their own cubicle? Uh, you don't have a reserve space. Okay. So it's, you know, free for all. Have you ever gone there and had trouble finding a desk? No. Okay. Not even close. Um and like So they're not doing that well. Um I don't you know what I wonder that. I wonder if that's what it is or if it's just like I think I think it's you know the gym membership thing of that like a lot of people sign up for this and then just don't come. Yeah. I imagine that that's certainly the case with like the nights and weekends memberships. That like probably a bunch of people are like, no, yeah, I'm going to get serious. Uh, I'm going to sign up for this. Just like and that way I'll up. go on the way home from work. And, yeah, yeah, and then you're too tired, just like a gym. Yeah. And then you don't quit the membership because then you feel bad. Uh, I imagine that that's kind of like the bread and butter for this place. You know what sucks about my gym membership, which is right down, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, my gym is a block away from my home. I could go there. Every single day of my life very easily. Is that what sucks about it? No, I go so infrequently that when you haven't been there for a little while Mm -hmm. um, and then you go, they send you an email like, hey, welcome back. Please take this survey about what made you come back. (sighs) It's like, I don't think it was that long ago since I, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, don't do that. Yeah. It's also owned by a bad man. Dracula? The wolf man. <laughs> He's not so bad. What? It's well, the I mean, moon that makes him that way. Uh, yeah, but you can't, it's not like the moon is bad and he's a good man. He could be a good man, but then the and the moon's not necessarily bad. The moon's doing its job, but it turns him into the wolf man and yeah. he can't help himself. He's got a blood The man loss. normally isn't a bad guy, but the but Bene- he, Benicio the del Toro? He's a great dude. If you like the show, uh, check out more at tcgte.com. If you want to follow us on social media, follow us at facebook.com slash complete guide. Follow us on Twitter at complete guide. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal, Tim. If you want to support the show, support our sponsors. Check them out this week. Also check out tcgte.com slash Amazon for your Amazon shopping. Hey, especially uh, the holidays coming up. You're doing your shopping. Why not? Do it through tcgt.com slash Amazon so your, your pals Tim and Tom can buy some presents for their loved ones. We can get a gift of the Magi situation going between <laughs> the two of us. Yeah. Uh, and uh, patreon.com slash complete guide is the best way to support the show because guess what? There's actually something in it for you, unlike the other ways. No, I guess the sponsors are something in it, a lot of free yeah. trials and stuff. But uh, patreon.com slash complete guide. You get our secondary podcast, Books the Podcast. Uh, We're still reading this week three of Interview with the Vampire. The Vampire. Interview with the Vampire. And it's kind of Interview with the Tim from my perspective. Because yeah. I'm asking Tim. Tim's reading the book. I'm asking him all about it. And I'm as long-winded and fucking <laughs> pretentious as that stupid vampire in this book that I don't like. <laughs> So if that sounds good to you. You know, last week you were like, this book's good. Uh, That's what I like about uh, the, the Patreon previews. It's like some weeks it's like, because we record that show after this show. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know wh- what's happened yet, even though to the listener that episode's already come out. I know it's very confusing. But some weeks you're like, yeah, like, yeah, check it out. This is a good book. And then some weeks it's like, I don't know. Sign up if you want. Don't expect much. <laughs> um, if you like the end of this show where we're a couple beers deep, we have another beer and then record the, Jeez, yeah, uh, the I didn't Patreon even think That's show. how we should advertise it. Yeah. Yeah. Unleashed, baby. Yeah. Patreon.com slash complete guide. Uh, yeah. Coworking spaces. Coworking places. Coworking faces. That's what you see. Going places. 
brand new, new faces. faces. I get, uh, actually, I'm excited about, maybe I'll try this out next time we're in London. Because, so one of the nice things about this, uh, my particular writing space is that uh, they have deal, not deals, arrangements, a gentleman's arrangement with uh, mm-hmm. with other or, uh, lady. With, or a ladies' arrangement with other uh, writing spaces throughout the world. So if like you're there, you if you're like if uh, if I'm in Chicago, there's like a space I can go to where, you know, not if I like move to Chicago, but if I'm like there for uh, a week or whatever, it's like hey, you can work out of this place, and oh, wow. they have the same arrangement. But uh, they just made an arrangement with a London place, so maybe next time I'm in London, I'll pop in. To uh, this London, cover. eleven months from now, when you're back in London, <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe while I'm in London for seventy two hours, I'll furiously t- try to figure out how to write a live show. <laughs> maybe I'll take an an hour two broad somewhere <laughs> on the edge of the city to go sit in a co working space for a minute. Then who knows? Sounds exciting, Tom. Yeah, I would say. My advice for co-working spaces, if you're looking for, if you're like a, a freelancer or whatever, and and you just need a place for you. If you're a pee pantser. <laughs> a pants peer. Uh, check out co-working spaces. Check out a few, though. Don't just go with the first one you see. Shop around a little bit. Shop around. Kick the tires. And hey, think outside the box. Think outside the bun. Taco Bell, feed the beast. <laughs> this week's uh, post credit sponsor. No, because I was. We got $11,000 oh, for me God. just saying I that. I would take that for... a $5 Taco Bell gift card. Just. Uh... Well, that's your cut. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me. Um, when I started looking for a co working space, I just Googled co working space or whatever. And it wasn't until I saw... uh a demon trying to get out of you? <laughs> uh, that writing co-working spaces existed, and there were a way better options. So depending on what you do, there might woodworking? be... Woodworking? Yeah. Oh, there are woodworking co- co-working yeah. spaces. Um, they call them... Tarot card reading? They call them... Co- co-woodworking spaces. Co- wood co-working spaces. See you next week. That was a headgum podcast.